Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Yo, what's up, Ballers? Christmas has come and gone, and so has Week 16 and the semi-final of the Ballers Dynasty League. To smash through everything that happened, we have my usual band of brothers. First up, Stomos here. Hey, mate. Good evening, band of brothers. Good show. How are you, Pitt? I thought you were going to mention that. I love band of brothers. Yeah, I'm good, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm good, good. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was lovely. Like, uh, oh, a little bit more relaxed than... Um, it was going to be Usually. just with with Josh. We kind of decided to cancel everybody apart from Christmas Day, so that was it was lovely. It was nice. Oh, nice, nice, uh, nice, nice. Good. Yeah, your Christmas good? Yeah, mate. It was just the four of us. It was great. My kids are driving mad with their toys and leaving them everywhere. I'm about to throw everything out, but other than that, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. More uh, toys, less space, mate. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> all right, and to make it the three, we have the usual Statman Rob. He's a stat man. He's a stat man. Hey, hey. How's it, how's it going? Uh, fine. Fine, yeah. Christmas is uh, is over. Holly's gone back up to the parents' or the mum's house uh, for another few days. So it's just, just me alone with the dog at the moment. Nice. Oh, nice, mate. The dog and, and the dog. PlayStation. Yeah. The dog and the PlayStation. The dog and the PlayStation. Yeah, enjoy that mate as much as you can exactly yeah Brilliant. what did I do I went for a run that was ridiculous doesn't, that doesn't sound fun mate you gotta eat it's Christmas time it's the only time that you can get away with just eating throughout the whole day nope. and the weather's been pants as well yeah it was quite it was mild today which is I got. that's why I got a run in yeah nice. good good so guys um, is this no it won't be there will be one more one more of these I think uh, Pitsy, you know what to do. <laughs> uh, and that is right. It is time for highlights of the week. Nice. Well done. Go on, go on, Pitts. All right, with Christmas in full swing and being at the mother-in-law's, I didn't really get to watch any football. Uh, and without wanting to throw a spoiler alert into the mix as well, results did not go my way, so I have absolutely zero highlights. I know. I apart, was, um, apart from the fact that Christmas was was delightful and I ate like a king. I was quite lonely in that chat around Christmas night. I was like, no one wants to talk to me. There's no one yeah, watching sorry. the football. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so there's no one watch. Come on, people. It's like it's, my wife don't want to talk to me. Someone else it's the one weekend. Football. <laughs> it's the one weekend where I get. Well, I mean, my look yeah, Sunday night football is limited anyway. But at least I usually get to see the late games. But yeah, it was zero amount of football this time around. And wasn't wasn't the Sunday night game the, the Chiefs Steelers game? We don't want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> better you didn't watch that to be honest. <laughs> oh that game God, is atrocious. I, I suppose 
one highlight was that game ended. <laughs> I suppose that's a good highlight. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Roberto? Uh, so my highlight is uh, about the Dolphins, actually. Uh, I did actually catch a little bit of the Saints-Dolphins game on the highlights, four minutes highlights, and basically all it was was just the Dolphins keeping the Saints to pretty much a punting all night and, yeah, dominating, really. So they were taking the chances. Seven game-winning streak after losing seven in a row. Um, yeah, it's might have been against, Yeah, it was against some sub-par teams. I think we can all agree that, looking at the, the, the sequence of results they got. But you have to beat what's in front of you. And, you know, they are still yeah. in with a chance of making the playoffs. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Did you stay up to watch it or did you just watch it the next morning? Well, we talked about it on the chat because that was yeah. the last game. Because um, we, we, you and, and I had a bit riding on that game, didn't we? <laughs> definitely. Uh, so I uh, I had to go to sleep. I went to sleep. I got myself so tired that I wasn't going to stress at all. And then, uh, yeah, just watched it in the morning and then turned it off after the bottle touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it was, um, it was a strange old weekend for, obviously, COVID and the amount of players off and teams being hit and like watching the Chargers game which was literally just as atrocious as the Steelers game there were players I'd never even heard yeah. of I was like who are these people <laughs> people not making <laughs> blocks I was like I don't know who that guy is I can't even swear at him because I don't know who he is <laughs> um, come on guy come on yeah come on 52 bastard Anderson <laughs> scored again <laughs> um, so yeah it was tough um, but yeah the Dolphins game I think the night before when the Cowboys game was on, and obviously you had Zeke playing. I was like, oh, God, Zeke, just can you just relax? And then I woke up, and they were like 42 points up at halftime. I was like, oh, God, what, was, what is going on? Yeah. Um, and luckily, I think they rested him after that, so it worked out quite well. So I just slept through the, the Dolphins game. I was like, phone switched off. I don't want to know anything. I'll wake up in the morning and have a look. <laughs> nice. um, but my highlight of the weekend was uh, – not, definitely not the fucking charger, useless bunch of wankers. Joe Burrow, man. Obviously, mm-hmm. Rob had him on his team. Rob had that epiphany like two seconds before six o'clock when he decided to play him. And I was like, either way, it's going to be. And then he just kept scoring. And I was like, oh, God. For three touchdowns in like the first quarter or something. I was like, oh, God, Burrow, it's 200 dead. yards. I was like, what are you doing? And like the, one of his touchdown passes, he literally like, lobbed the ball like it was like a little floater you know like they're throwing peewee football and everyone tries to grab it and like bounces off 25 people's fingers it's like come on can you not just intercept that but he was just too good man over 500 yards five touchdowns mm-hmm. i was like oh god this is gonna be a long weekend but man he was on fire and he makes my heart yeah. of the week oh very very much so and the, the pass that you were talking about there it was very reminiscent of russ, russ wilson's like, he has a few rainbow passes, doesn't he? And it seems to connect really well and lock it. And that worked yeah. quite well in that game. So maybe it's something that we might see more of from Burrow in that he's, he's got a bit of a repertoire in how he throws the ball. But yeah, I have to it was like, almost like a basketball pass, just a nice, soft and gentle lob in the air. The ball felt like it was in the air for about two hours. Um, and then there was no one around but a uh, bangle to catch it. I was like, God's sakes. Um, but yeah, so he, as much as I didn't want him to score as much as he did, he gets my highlight of the week because he was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Touchdown, 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 burrow, touchdown. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was just reading something on Twitter about him and um, they were saying that the top, his wide receivers are all, like he's spreading the ball about. Like he's obviously had five years 
of being with um, Chase as his number one wide receiver, but he doesn't force it to him. Like you would have yeah. thought of being kind of. A, a, I mean, obviously he's not a rookie quarterback because he was his rookie season last season, but kind of still being new to the system and getting his favorite wide receiver, you thought, oh, I'll start panicking and throw it, just force it to him all the time. But he doesn't. He still passes it to Higgins. He still passes yeah. it to. Um, everyone else in the team and he makes things mm. happen and that's why you end up getting scores like he does because he's, he's starting to click with the whole of his team not just throwing it to Chase all the time obviously when all things break down he'll still go to Chase because he knows where he is but well, that's the thing that's obviously the, Chase... the sign of an, an amazing quarterback like in future seasons he's just yeah. going to be he's going to be good that's the thing Chase is obviously their star receiver isn't he? and I think Boyd and Higgins are just so underrated. And, you know, double team one of them, you've got two phenomenal receivers still open somewhere else. So it yeah, doesn't matter which one you double team, you're making space for one of the other ones. And they're all, I would say, top 20 receivers, almost top 25 receivers in the league. And so Burrow I doesn't seem a team to be, like that. Burrow Too doesn't seem to be panicking to try and find them. He'll, he will take his time. Or from what I've seen yeah. in the last couple of, last couple of games, anyway, like he'll take his time, right, and and actually makes quite a good choice. He doesn't panic and go, "Ah, oh, crap, my main man's yeah, out the window." He's definitely and got some, some composure on him, and he's yeah. got a decent arm, yeah. accurate. Is yes, does not bode well good, for the AFC North. Some good youngsters coming. There's something like the youngster QBs coming through. Or it's going to be some massive battles for the years to come. Mm. <clears throat> good for the league. Yeah, mate, definitely. Yeah, I think once once big actually once big Ben goes because he he has said this is the last season. I feel as though the Steelers have got a very similar caliber that they've got three wide receivers who could all be very good in their own right. Uh, but at the moment, I think the team that you can really compare the Bengals to is the Cowboys with Dak, and you've got CD, you've got Amari, you've got Michael Gallup as well. You know, three very good wide receivers. And I think as long as you're giving the defence those three options to to combat and you know have to think about a lot, then it is going to be very hard for them. Uh, I think what we might find a bit difficult with is if one of those three players goes down, it gives yeah. the defence one less player to worry about. And that, yeah. as far as I'm aware, this season that hasn't uh, the Bengals haven't really had any injuries in those those three no major ones anyway. Yeah, no. no they took their, t- their time to find themselves as well because obviously it was just all chasing in the beginning. I and mean, now the other two are coming. Like Higgins is on, what, four out of 500-yard games or something? Something mm, crazy like yeah. that. So they all seem to be stepping up. And now, like, cornerbacks and the safeties are like, oh, shit, who do we actually watch here? So you watch one and then the other two are open or you watch two and they're still you're still leaving one open. And even if you need to, Uzama can catch the ball as well. So they definitely yeah, yeah. got some weapons. And Mixon's firing on all cylinders too. So they're, they're definitely peaking at the right time. It's very much a um, a wasted season for the Steelers because you look at our def- defense, looks fantastic, and on paper our offense should actually be a lot better. It's just, yeah, we needed a we need a quarterback that can actually. Yeah, but we said we we said from the start though, from with an aging quarterback, you got rid of your O line and you didn't replace the O line, so. Bye. The O line like is that it's it's coming through like it still needs a lot of work, but it's. It's gelled a lot this second half of the season. It's just been he's not mobile enough to evade the cement legs. Yeah, and his arm's just not as good as it used to be. He's still 
I'd still say he's mentally a fantastic quarterback, but everything else is letting him down now. Yeah, so I would say going forward, what the Steelers would need to do is add more power to that O-line and obviously get a new QB because you've got all the weapons everywhere else. Your defense yeah. is good. You've got a running back. You've got wide receivers. You just need to protect a quarterback and get a quarterback. Yeah. We'll Sounds very have... familiar uh, for my team as well, Panthers. Yeah. yeah we'll take, our, we'll take our Aaron Rodgers. We'll be fine and then we'll all be good. <laughs> We've all been there with a yeah. shitty O-line. <laughs> we have indeed. Right, boys. Let's get to it. Week 16, the semi-final. What went down? Stormo, get things rolling. Oh, man. Sweaty weekend this was. Um, as we start in the championship bracket, the number one seed and our Pfizer Chiefs went up against Pitsy and a strong side, Cornbread. Originally, Susie was down to whoop Pitsy, but after a strong start from Pitsy, and, and he took a new lead, lead, and the prediction took a massive swing. But, yeah, that's uh, all Pitsy had to offer, really. Um, <laughs> and that's as good as we can go, because as a poor showing from the rest of his team, combined with Susie's team putting together a good performance, ended all hopes of his position in the final. The number one seed goes from having first pick in the draft in the ballers fi- and, and into a ballers final in the same year. Whoop, whoop. That's mad. Pity you once again fall short in the semis and play for third. Ugh. Disgusting. Yeah, I gave myself a false hope. After Debo went off and scored and got the predictions all changed. and Because it also kind of went hand in hand with Susie's. Um, did she have like Kittles didn't score high yeah Kittles really, got like four points yeah like seven points and I think Bourne only got eight points and I kind of it made the the swing back in my favour and then yeah. that was it that was all I had to offer like the rest of my team just yeah like Cup did Cup did Cup things which was nice um, you were you were you were you were, you were bricking a bit with Cup because he took quite a while to get going didn't he Oh, yeah. so I'll say the Rams took a while to get going. Yeah. Like to say that the <clears> Chiefs <throat> destroyed the Steelers, Tyreek Hill got five points. Yeah. Like and yeah, and there was no Kelsey either. Yeah. And I just like for me, that in itself, if he had got a standard points for me, uh, then there's potential that I would have beaten Susie with her score. What but was that? Um, what was the final point score difference in the end? It was two three six to two six two. So, like a, a thirty point showing from Hill would have would have got it for me. Yeah, we would have made it tighter. Right? Well, you know what's even better. I know we'll talk about someone's game later, but someone would have beat both of you. Yeah, no, a certain a certain someone. I do. <laughs> I feel. I, I actually feel really bad because. <laughs> I, hate it when you're on that side of things and you think well I've got the second highest score but I just came up against the, the highest score but yeah, yeah well come on Susie, like Susie she's she's been amazing all year She's she got on that massive run she started a bit slow at the start of the season and just won on like is it eight and nine games now in a row that she's won she's got herself yeah, too many mate final. too many got herself into the final and yeah she's she deserves it she's been a uh, high scorer every every week and Two six two isn't a high score, but it was, but yeah, yeah, good enough to beat me. So well done, Suze. Mm-hmm. And it's it's great to see going from the first pick to yeah, that's one nuts. Of the, one of the last Absolute. picks. That's pretty cool. Absolutely nuts. I mean, you look Any at uh, yeah, exactly. Any given Sunday, you look at Mark's team, and he has the potential to 
obviously he's not getting the first pick, but he missed out on the playoffs this year like Susie did last year, and then Susie comes and gets first place and gets herself into the final. So Thacker and well, even Stocks, Stocks, Thacker and Mark have all got the teams to be able to potentially do the same as what Susie's done this year. So we'll count next year. Yeah, if you no one, if you had said to someone a team with Henry and Cooks wouldn't have finished in the top half of the league, you'd be like, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to believe, isn't it? Um, but, you know, so is, as Rob said, it's any given Sunday, anything can happen with the a team, unfortunately. Yeah, Big Ben, 22.95. Not, yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it was too little too late when he scored the touchdown, but yeah, by then the damage was done. Like, anyway... Oh, and then Miles Sanders, where he went out injured early, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. And so did Javonte Williams. He went out early as well. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's the best of the whoever the best of the worst, isn't it? In, in these games. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just went potentially right for Susie and everything went potentially wrong for me. And that's just the way fancy football goes. Like my my luck ran out as always. My quarterfinals always seems to be uh, a bit of a beast against Simon. And uh, yeah. just like last, just like last year, I, I fell short and missed out on beating Dan. And this year, missed out on beating Susie. And the better seed goes through, which I suppose is the way it should be. Yeah, the um, all the all the RB ones came back and left your RB twos back in their second spot, and you struggled a bit. Yeah, good. Yeah, they got but... they got you this far, mate. But yeah, it's, it's f- football in it. Yeah, it is. It's still to play for because one of you still gets one of you's got a chance to get money, which we'll talk about later. Um, but you know, so it's not over yet. It's not over yet. It is for the final. Well done, Susan. Yeah. Congratulations. Good on you, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm stoked for you, ish. <laughs> I'll be happier tomorrow, but right now I'm still thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, still a little bit sore. <laughs> <laughs> right, Roberto, who have we got next? Uh, it's the second of the semi-finals, so it's Storm and your Rex City Thunder. Went up against my All About the Mooney, or Show Me the Mooney, as you put it in the preview. Yeah. Can't believe I didn't correct him, man. Can't believe I didn't correct him either. Yeah, disgusting. Uh, this game because you like, keep changing your names all over the place, mate. It's too confusing. I think you've changed it more than me. No, I think you know when me and you were on the pod and we kept getting Dan's team name wrong. <laughs> okay. yeah, I did that on purpose. Like mm-hmm. I knew what I knew what Dan's name was. Um, <laughs> you should have known that. Strike on you, mate. Yeah, yeah. This game was a nail biter all the way through the weekend and was neck and neck all Sunday evening. Heading into Monday night, there was just sixteen points between the two teams. With each having a position to play, it was Jalen Model up against the Saints' defense, uh, and eventually one team had to take the win. And just like the Dolphins got the win against the Saints, it was the man who owned Jalen Model and his team that got to the final. Storm takes the win in a massive point-scoring game, three hundred eighty-nine to three hundred sixty-five, and that takes you to the final against Susie. While I play Pitsy for third, devastating for you, mate. I'm that is literally the most nervous I've been about a game in a long time. 
Well, he should have been. Like the fact that there was 365 for the losing side is just nuts. Like 365, you look through like 90% of the games this season, and that yeah. would have won every week. Any all, yeah, every week. But it was a 389. I think is that like the second highest score of the year? It's it's, it's my highest score of the season. Um, but what's worse is I've been on like a like a like a downward spiral, and I've been struggling to get 300 the past week. And then obviously Borough went and got nuts. I was like 90 points was a fudge. Um, and then it was just so and so back and forth. Rob had gone down to 20%, then it'd been back up to 50, Rob to 55. Me to, I was like, oh God, this is just nerve wracking. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, super hard. And then obviously it got down to, I think I had a bigger point buffer, but then. Zeke still had to play, and Jacobs just wouldn't go away. I was like, Jacobs, just fuck off. Stop being a little dick. Um, and he just my points just get crept because I had like a 30 35 point buffer, and then Jacob just kept running the ball, kept getting a little bit further, getting a little bit further. And then obviously Zeke played, and thank God that well, I don't know what Dallas did, but they ended up resting Dak and Zeke from like the the first quarter, it looked like. Um yeah. Otherwise, it could have been a whole different story. Um, I think I was quite fortunate. I put Rex Burke in, Burkhead in really late. And I think he saved the day for me, really. Yeah, we had a talk about it, didn't we? I said, oh, I'm yeah. surprised you put Reynolds in because I thought Burkhead would have been a better choice. But then you put both of them in. Um, yeah, so I, I, pulled, I, pulled, I, pulled, I pulled my wide, rec- wide receiver out in the flex and I put Burkhead in. I thought it's against the Chargers. Chargers can't stop the run. And obviously... Chargers couldn't stop fuck off. Yeah, got so, whooped. Uh, <laughs> so it ended up working out quite well. Well, looking at it, because you had Scary Terry in that second flex spot. Terry yeah, that's it, yeah. 10 points, and Burkhead got 52. So, two. as I have said, for the last two seasons, Rex Burkhead ruins everything. <laughs> he does. He ruins everything. Everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's the one who touches touchdown, and he's the one who ruined the game. This week, but um, like th- th- there wasn't really anything I could do. Like all the players went off, apart from a few, and it just seemed to be on on my side. Like Dr. Foreman, uh, Thursday night wasn't it? Uh, Sixteen point yeah. seven points. They they all struggled the running backs from times on Thursday night, didn't they? Yeah, Russell Gage five point nine. Um, after having some incredible form the last few weeks, um, I think with Brandon Cooks being out, I couldn't trust Dan Mooney either. Um, so I'd, I made a choice to take down him and out. He ended up got 18.9, so that would have been nice. And Pringle got 32.5. Yeah, Pringle on your bench. I mean, you, I don't think you'd ever put Pringle in, but you just look at 32 points on your bench, you're like, oh, what could have been? Yeah. You have to be able to tell yourself that the process would never have put Pringle in that position. Yeah. But yeah. then even the balls, the ballsy move when you decided, obviously, you went against your whole feeling of Allen. And I know Allen and Burrow were the two highest scoring quarterbacks, but what, there was an eight points difference. It's, it was still such a ball, ballsy move to take in like in the semifinals and just go, shit, I'm bench, benching Allen, putting Burrow in. And then look what he did, had the game of his life. 80, 82 points for Allen. Yeah. And you think, oh, crap. But yeah, 90 points for Burrow is... Oh, saved your bacon there because can you imagine having 80 points on your bench and, <laughs> and putting Burrow in and him doing what he did last year to you? Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously I was watching watching that Steelers game and obviously because the Chiefs were dicking on the Steelers, I was like, 
fucking then I saw my homes on the sideline. I was like, don't you fucking dare. You get that little bastard off the side and you put him back in your team and you take <laughs> the Steelers to the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's exactly what the Bengals did. They kept burrowing right till the end. I was like, get him off, man. You need to save him. He's got dodgy knee. It was yeah. a, like it the was third a, quarter. It was a lot closer. That game was a lot closer than the scoreline suggested. I think it was very much back and forth. Baltimore did actually keep themselves in the game quite well. Uh, I think it was just just the end where they they just needed to make sure that they needed to seal it, and I think that's why they kept on win. Although, granted, they didn't need to keep him in for the last two minutes, where they were just <laughs> it was over. They could just kneel, but now I'm just keep throwing that ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and this is that. Uh, but I think Barry said something. It's like this is not pee wee football. If I'm if I'm in, I'm playing. I ain't just messing about. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Well, you never know. Maybe um, one of the two could be up for trading next season. Ooh, interesting. Oh, ballsy, ballsy, mate. I know there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks who are either retiring or just not not having a chance of getting into a team in the future. I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm looking at you, Sam Darnold. And, and sure. Pitsy, you, if anyone needs a quarterback, it's you, mate. So you might as well talk to Rob nicely now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Allen was a bit of a look down in this game as well, like four of six of 35. Like that, that yeah. is probably his lowest score of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have a quick check of it now. It, which is which is weird, right? Five. Yeah, it was his lowest score of the season when he was playing. Because in the Rob, in the Robin Wood League, Allen was predicted to score higher than Cup. So this is on NFL up Cup, Adams, and Debo. And I had this chat with Pitsy as I. Like, I need to play someone, and I pulled Alan out of my team like a twenty quarter past one on Friday morning, and put Debo in. Um, and obviously Debo went off, and Alan was passed. You still haven't thanked me for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was up, I was just just about to go to bed, and I was like, oh, I've just got to do it, and I just had this feeling, and I pulled Alan out and put Debo in. What were why my he, words to you? Why is he thanking you? Well, what, what, what were uh, my words were? I said, if you got, what did you say? If you got Debo, Debo always plays. Yeah. Something like that. Debo all, Debo all the time. Yeah. Sounds like you think you're an all there, Pitsy. <laughs> well, it just shows, doesn't it? Like, yeah. how many how many points did he get in this league? 40 points. Got, yeah, he got a load. He got loads. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, it was a good game, mate. It's, it's the sweatiest I've been in a long time in a game. So. Well played. Yes, congratulations, Stormer, and uh, I'm really sorry, Rob. It's turns out that exactly the same happened this season as it did last season, where the two top teams went through, and the two actually the, we were the lowest seeds, weren't we? Yeah, the two lowest seeds are knocked out mm. the middle seeds. Yeah, and then the two top seeds beat the lowest seeds to go through to make it a one and two seed final. Yeah, it's a carbon copy so far. So well, I'm uh, top and bottom to third or fourth, you know, either either way. Got to look at the success on the season. Yeah, well, I, can't had, um... do, I can't do any worse than I did last season because I came fourth last season from finishing in, I yeah, lost to you in the third, fourth playoff. So I'm exactly where I was last year. No ups or downs. I mean, well, I've still got a chance to get third, but we'll see. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Any right, pausing it. Oh, yeah, and they give Sunday. Right, guys, now for the Toilet Bowl final. This game decides the first and the second pick of the 2022 rookie draft for the Bowlers League. 
It was between the Gotham City Rogues and the Generals. Before this game, Oli had never beaten Thacker in four games. This was actually one game he would have actually wanted to lose. But in true Oli style, he snatched defeat from the jaws of victory and won this game, handing the first overall pick to uh, Thacker for next year's draft and his Generals. Uh, Oli does take second overall, which is an upgrade from last season's third. It is, yes. It's also kicking the teeth of the program. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, all like all his he's got like all his players that just decide to pull their fingers out in week sixteen or something. <laughs> 200, 268 points would have beaten Susie in the semi final. Yeah, mate, he would have made it into the bloody final and he'd been playing one of the others. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's heartbreaking. I know both to be fair, both of them need the help. So um but to he's got lose a- lose out on that first pick. On one game, right at the end, because hurts. Yeah, I mean he's got plenty of holes to fill, so I'm pretty sure that he'll get himself a good player at second. Dude, he just stop out plenty of holes to fill. Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean 268 points, like it's a good score. Like during the season, you'd have been happy with that. Yeah, would have been competitive got... in some games. Yeah. So, like, 58 points for Higgins, absolutely smashed it. 48 points for Sonny Michelle, absolutely smashed it. Uh, even Wentz got himself a 40-pointer. Yeah, his team, we say it every week, don't we? His team has got potential, and when they're on form, they can do something. Well, that's the thing, right? You got Wentz and Michelle, and pick 104 for stocks to move up. And, you know, they, they're kind of, you know, proving some worth towards the end of the season now. I know Henderson's gone out and obviously Akers is injured, but Michelle looks like a decent running back for the Rams and obviously Wentz has been phenomenal for uh, the Colts. So it looks like it was definitely worth a, a worthy trade in the end. Yeah, I and mean, he's still got a quarterback on his... Who did he pick up? Who was T-Law. the quarterback? Yeah, we'll see, how, we'll see how he gets on with a new, with a new um, coach yeah. next season. Might end up being another borough where... First season was a bit of a rocky start, and the second season yeah. it comes out all blazing. But we'll, we'll see. It's not his fault. He's on the Jags, is it? No, exactly. <laughs> and he could have like he even had minus points on his team, and he still beat Thacker. Like Thacker's team just fell to pieces, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Thacker's team. To be honest, no. I mean, just I know he's up. lost. I'm just he's lost up. Well, he lost Henry and Cook, didn't he? So like his two main main yeah. players kind of hundred point scorers right there. Yeah, and his Wilson's been as good as a bag of sloppy dicks this season. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know your 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 three main point scorers are if they're struggling then or not around then it's gonna make your own life hard. Do you know what's really annoying as well? He, he was he was massive on tight ends last year, wasn't he? We yeah. always used to give him stick for having about five tight ends. His two high scorers. Or his tight ends. Both tight ends on his bench. One on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everett no. and Schultz kind of scoring 24 points and 35 points on his bench. was Yeah, brilliant. And I, I feel his pain because as well, I've, I've got Wilson in the Robin Wood League and I can't remember the last time I started him, like week three, which is who in their right mind would have Wilson on the bench. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's hard. There's there's literally nothing Ollie could have done here. Like any other players he'd have put on on his bench, we'd have been like, Ollie, you you're tanking here. You've put in Adrian Peterson who's got no points. Like if you look at his or bench, team. <laughs> there's no one he else could have put in like, without looking like it would have been a a suspicious 
uh, result. Like he put out his best side, and his best side won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. To, to be fair to Thacker as well, like not a lot of what I mean, he could only play. I mean, technically, to put he could have put his tight ends in as his flexes, but you don't really do that in in a one tight end league. Yeah, and you don't replace Gronk either. You don't, you know, Landry and Jones could have been good plays in this game. Yeah. It's just the way that it fell and he did put out his strongest team and they just were shit. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, number one pick goes to Thacker. Uh, So, we'll see how he uses that. For for some reason, I thought he uh, didn't have the first overall pick because I thought he'd have given it to Tox, but he must have had somebody else's first round pick when he got um, Henry. Didn't he use my first round pick? Maybe he did. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, you know some, something happened anyway. Anyway, yeah, generals get the first pick, Ollie he gets the second pick, um, and that's the way things are. Your boy, yeah. right? So, we have um, two more games, uh, both about positioning, final positions, uh, for the season. Uh, in the championship bracket, the losers from the quarterfinals went up against each other. The Finn Carolers, still called the Finn Carolers, I've just checked. Uh, went up against the Fresh Princes of Iyad to decide who finished in fifth and sixth overall. Uh, another close game. Uh, this only saw 11 points between the teams. They went into the Monday night game uh, with that very, very small gap. Dan and Sam have actually faced each other four times before this matchup, and every game has gone in favour of Dan. But much like the thacker Ollie narrative, eventually the other side got the win. Simon wins takes fifth overall and our previous champion takes sixth Ooh, Ooh. did you like the fact that i uh, wrote in the quarterfinal losers the losers <laughs> in the finals, yeah. Yeah. losers. it was mainly directed at dan not you simon just dan uh <laughs> which, which uh, that's quite favorable for dan because if we go on the same sort of schedule as we have this year yeah, Dan he then face... drops against the bottom five, won't he? The, yeah, Dan will face the bottom five in a lot of the games next year. But he is in the bottom five. Sixth is the bottom five. Yeah, so, so his, his game will favorable... be against Stocks, Thacker, Mark and Ollie next year. Mm. Yeah. Well, his, his extra game, should I say, his extra game will yeah. be against one of those five. Cool, cool. Oh, Lucky. Yeah. Sweet. Finish it off then, Stormer. Finally, we had seventh and eighth place. Uh, matchup between rolling, rolling with my homies and the, the five-year pirates. A great showing from both these teams as both of them going over 300 for the game week, which is good, 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 good. But Mark took the win and finished seventh overall and will have fourth, the fourth pick in the draft that belongs to Pitsy. Dun, dun, dun. That's a swap and a half pits. And oh, Stocks no, finishes eighth overall and will pick third in the draft, exactly where these two teams picked in the first round of this year's draft. Ooh, I like that. Good start. Yeah, Ooh. obviously, um, Stocks traded up to get that third overall pick, but he picked third in the draft last year, so he'll be picking third again, unless he changes his picks around. Nice. Um, that is a nice fact. Yeah. I, you know, I throw in little nuggets every now and then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are we uh, are we going to discuss these the two games and look at their lineups at all, or are we just going to just say that that is a final position that they're going to stick in? Oh yeah, we can do. <laughs> Sorry, I just breezed over the uh, Finn Cowlers and Fresh Princes of IR game, didn't we? Yeah, uh, I mean, like on, we've got with four touchdowns for Simon, that was a a, a very 
uh, big game. And then we've got Devonta Smith and Tyler Boyd with some very good performances as well. Yeah. Talk briefly about Boyd. Um, Smith's definitely showing some, I think, all three of those wide receivers, you know, you've got Chase, Waddle, and Smith. They're definitely showing their caliber. Obviously, they're both top 10 picks, weren't they? And mm-hmm. they're all they're all looking decent. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. uh, next season, both the teams, both these teams should be in the top six again. I can't see oh, them. Yeah. I can't see them having too much of a, an issue taking I mean, well, I say that. Simon, again, he had a season like I did where it was just a middle of the road kind of in and around the places and finishing in the top six which is good out of 10 you kind of looking to get into that top six which is well it's a lot harder than it is actually to say but um, yeah so mark's had a lot of injuries so if he gets all of those back he'll definitely be way more competitive and stocks the way that he plays he kind of doesn't have a, a few years of trying to figure his team out he will have a strong team next season whether that's Trading for players or or not, it'll be straight into kind of going for a championship again. So he'll be back, and his teams should have been strong this season. So it's going to be another hard season next year. I think I might struggle next year with the shit that I've got on my team. Yeah, season three, mate. In good time. Yeah, Peter, your team's crap, mate. I don't know how you got this far, to be honest. <laughs> Every year, but in fact, the first <laughs> first season, I said the same thing. Like looking at my team, I have no idea how I managed to get into the top four. Pitsy and the waivers again. and the backups. Yeah, yeah. Debo and Cup have carried yeah. you, to be fair. Yeah, they have. You and are Hill, the Steelers. I am the what? Sorry, Thacker. Uh, Thacker. Uh, Rob. <laughs> you, are, you are the Steelers. Like, we look at the team every year. It's like, how on earth this team gets the playoffs? <laughs> exactly, exactly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> got I've spirit. got a fat quarterback that can't move. And all I can yeah. do is waivers and eat bloody chocolate eclairs. <laughs> but I managed to get there. That's all that matters. So wait, let's go on to so Mark and uh, Stocks' game, like two massive scores. Like they both got over three hundred points, and they were fighting in the in the toilet bowl. So um, yeah, for third and fourth pitch, yeah. Looking at the team, I think both both put the best sides out. Yeah, there isn't anything that kind of suggests that. Well, the fact that they're getting over three hundred points suggests that they've got two strong sides, aren't they? So, but if you look at both their teams, right? Obviously, Stafford had a bit of a mare with his three intercepts, but he only scored twenty six points, and Brady. After hitting 60-65, scored 38. So that means how much everyone else in their team stepped up for them to get the scores they got. Yeah. With the quarterback scoring so low. So well, obviously both Mixon's teams had continued. a couple of 50s, didn't they? Yeah, so Mixon's continued doing well. Uh, Jackson had a great performance, even though he fumbled for the Chargers. AJ Brown, fantastic. Uh, Mark had, obviously, Harris came back. Edmonds. Um, there was, you know, and his Dallas defense score. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a good all around performance. Super closer than uh, I think he would 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 have wanted it, and obviously super high scoring for the positions they're in. Both again, both teams would have beaten Susie to get into the final if they were playing in the final, uh, in semi finals. But you had Crazy. to get those scores to get to the bye week and be in that position anyway. So. Uh, no, it's all it's all well and good getting these scores now, but we all know it's uh, it's too Consistency late. Consistency through the year, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you only you only got to beat the score in front of you, mate. Doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Exactly. Yeah. Ace. Well, we still have. I mean, next next week we'll go into the full rundown of where everybody's finished. So I won't go into it just yet, but we've got a few picks done. But yeah, we'll f- finalize everything next week after uh, the final and the third place playoff. Dun dun dun. 
Okay, team. Um, obviously, due to Pitsy dropping a Bradford rap for us uh, last week, I think it would only be fair for Rob to do the beautiful anthem of the week. So, Roberto, mate. Beautiful players. <laughs> Pitsy, can you keep that recording? I kind of like that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, big show off. Jeez. That was unprepared as well. That was literally just off, off the, the cusp. I reckon he knew about it and he's been practicing. But yeah, that was good. Good job, mate. <laughs> um, 100%. Smashed it. Uh, uh, completed it, mate. Uh, yeah, so highest scoring quarterbacks, Rob. We've already talked about these because you had the top two in Borrow. Well, not I'm saying highest, highest scoring quarterbacks, not starting because you couldn't have started both. Uh, Borrow and Allen. Spurrow scored 90, Allen scored 82, Dak scored 67. Running backs, Mixon was the highest, 56. Burkhead was second highest, so that was a good pickup for me. Yeah, well done. Uh, Mon- Monty with 51. We kind of expected that of Monty with that game, that awful snow game that he almost played. Mm-hmm. Higgins for Duff, we talked about as well, 58 points. Adams, 44. AJ Brown scored 43. Andrews. Seems to be the battle between Andrews and Kelsey this year. Andrews 40, Schultz 34, and Pitts 26. Finally got kicker on the highest scoring kicker. Yes, suck up 17 points, you biscuit. <laughs> highest scoring <laughs> highest scoring defense was the Cowboys 59, Dolphins 59, and then the Bucks 50, which was cool. Um, and then obviously once again, sleepers let us down because they're a bunch of wank muffins. Um, and not giving us a <laughs> report, so we know what's going on. Um, I think it only does it for the people who are not in playoffs. Because you see, well, did, should... you, did you get a couple for a couple of leagues that were like best balls and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I haven't got anyone. I haven't got one since everyone's been in playoffs for those leagues. Well, that's fair enough. But I need, you know, I was I got to do extra work, mate. Yeah, true. Um, so the only so thing you have to do it... on this pod, mate. I know, I know, right? Um, is there an Emma's? Obviously, I've got this little book I write in this notepad, and Emma's like, What the fuck is going on in here? There's such bullshit in it. So I was like, Oi, just leave it alone. It's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there, do you think there was any surprises in the, the highest scorers and the, the other ones before I move on to the highest non scorers? Burkhead. Burkhead, obviously, your boy, your boy Burkhead. Yeah, um... yeah he was surprised. I didn't think he was going to score that much, to be fair. To be honest, it was nice. To, it was nice to hear Pitts' name in there again. Um, yeah, about time, really. Yeah, few and far between for for Pitts being in that top three. Um, hopefully, there's a bit more next season once they get. Well, if they get Ridley back and if they get uh, another wide receiver in there, just is just not going to get any co- as much coverage. Yeah, it's, it's quite surprising. Obviously, I know they've taken a big hit, but it's quite surprising why the Falcons are that poor at the minute. But yeah, it's weird. Weird man. Um, so, highest scoring non-starters. So, Alan, obviously, we spoke about how you couldn't have started both. Alan scored 82, which means you made the right right decision. Susie yeah. left Singletary on the bench, six, 38 points. Roberto, you left Mr. Pringle on the bench, 32 points. We discussed them as well. Yeah. Obviously, we've discussed how Thacker left his two highest scoring players on the bench with uh, Schultz scoring 34, but obviously, I would have started Gronk myself. Uh, kicker, I couldn't even be bothered to look for. Sorry, Thacker. Um, and defense, 34 points high scoring on the bench for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Your boy, 
And that's your beautiful players of the week. Nice. Well done. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I actually like the song more than anything right there, to be honest. <laughs> oh stop. <laughs> Sorry, mate, making you blush. Sorry. <laughs> I suppose I can't really charge royalties, can I? Because I've just copied someone else's song. Yeah. Nah. Well, only if she listens. If you don't listen, we're okay. Yeah, if Lady Gaga <laughs> didn't listen, then that, we're all right. <laughs> it was less than, 30, less than uh, 30 seconds as well, isn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I did read some. I think, well, I, actually, I did some research on this. I don't know which country that's a law in. I think that is how it works in the States, but I'm not 100% that's how it works in the UK. Or vice versa. I can't. One of the countries is like that, and one of the one of the others isn't. All right, um, but I can't remember which way around. Boys, that was it. That was the semi-finals. We are into our final week of fantasy football this week. There's only two pods left after this for the season, isn't there? Well, season pods, yeah. That was just absolutely nuts. Madness, madness, man. Madness. I, I don't understand where the season's just disappeared to. If, for our in, listeners in, out there, don't you worry. We will be back. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> I think um, in foot- two ways, it feels like this season's actually been quite long. I think, obviously, we've had an extra game, so I don't know whether that's got anything to do with it, but it also feels like it's just gone in a, in a blink. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. That's it. And I was doing the maths, mate. You've probably watched about four hours of football in 17 weeks, which is quite <laughs> impressive. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Start of the season, I watched, I watched the full uh, Steelers game at six o'clock. Okay, so three hours, three hours plus the four is seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had it on my phone. Like from six onwards, I've always had it on. You know, on my phone, so I kind of watch bits and pieces. I dip in and out of it. Just That's not even putting... a commercial free football, is it? Yeah. Just stop putting some Nyquil in Claire's drink, mate, and she'll go to bed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People can go uh, for that show now. <laughs> if there's any police are listening, I don't do that. Honestly, I'm okay. I promise, I haven't got any. We have a policeman <laughs> in our actual. <laughs> He's not a policeman. He ain't even going to be handcuffs, mate. He just has to blow a whistle and someone comes to help him. <laughs> Do they have red zone in prison? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they might have red zone in prison, if you ask nicely. In my um, in my charges group, we've got to watch out because there's uh, there's two policemen in my charges league. Ooh, you got to be got to be serious in that league then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got to be. Like, a couple of guys have asked them for like police advice and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the police I know, when they're out of police, kind of they're, they're actually worse. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all pretty bad because they know all the rules; they can get around them. Smart. Yeah. Right, boys. Thanks for today. Uh, thanks for this week. We'll speak again soon. Yeah, we will indeed. Until until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Uh, me and you, Rob, deflated ballers. Wah, wah, oh. wah, wah. Tom Brady's. <laughs> <laughs>